Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Do you have that one friend that's the glue that holds everyone together? Like the Monica Geller of your friends group. She hosts girls night, coordinates the secret Santa holiday parties, and always brings the snacks. You know the friend that doesn't have time for on-the-surface conversation. One minute you're discussing your weekend plans, and the next you're sharing childhood wounds and sharing about your healing journey. Maybe this describes yourself, as I relate to this so much too. For today's connection call, I have the honor of introducing Luisa Ramirez. I met Louisa through Felicia Romero as well, and now I couldn't imagine my life or business without Louisa. To know Louisa is to know a forever friend, deep soul, and lifeline. In today's episode, we'll be chatting all about where to start when you're interested in breaking old habits and breaking chains, the secrets to navigating family and friendships while you're experiencing your own glow up, creating a self-care routine that fuels your day instead of a long, long checklist of just to-dos. And most importantly, unlearning the way we think and navigate life in terms of society's beliefs instead of our own deep knowing path for our own success. Louisa specializes in helping women become more aware of who they truly are, embrace and love all of themselves, own their desires, and create whatever the F they want. Ready? Let's get this conversation started. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, Louisa, welcome to the party. I'm so, so grateful you can be here with us today. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Kiana, for this opportunity. And like I mentioned to you before, like you're popping my cherry. (laughs) (laughs) This is so this is the first time you've ever been on a podcast. Yes, it is. It is. So like I said, I will remember this moment forever because you've had, yeah. 
So thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You have so much to share. You have the biggest heart. And that's why I'm so excited about these connection calls is so I get the opportunity to introduce you as well as all of my other friends to everyone I know. I just want my world to know everybody. (laughs) Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, let's dive right in. I know that a lot of us right now are bombarded with social media, with new friends that we're meeting and even influencers, right? And all of us are kind of collectively breaking chains and healing these old traumas. So what advice would you share for someone that is ready to make a change? What are some simple steps that we can take today to start making our life better? I would say one of the first things, and it doesn't have to be the first things, but just a thing that you can do is to cut out the noise, to cut out the noise because it's so loud that sometimes we can't even hear ourselves. So if there's something or someone that is just creating too much chaos in your, in your body, in your mind, start trimming, start cutting the fat so that you can start to hear your own inner guidance and your own inner wisdom. And so I would say that would be one thing that you can do. Another thing that you could do is start becoming so aware, aware of your desires, aware of your patterns, aware of your habits, aware of your thoughts, becoming so aware of who you are so that you get to know yourself and then you begin to start to love yourself. So I would say, I would say to me, awareness is so huge, cutting out the noise and really getting to know yourself so you can start loving all the parts of you, not just the good but all of it, because all of it deserves to be loved. All of it wants to be witnessed and seen. I love that so much. And I feel like a lot of us struggle with that where there's just so much going on, right? There's the chaos, there's the noise. And sometimes noise can be people, right? (laughs) It definitely is people. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. So I, and I love that because I do, I feel like there's this power from within, um, this voice, this guidance, and whether it is God or the creator or energy or source, like whatever you specifically believe in, Mm -hmm. we are trying to gather these messages all the time. Like, I feel like our spirit guides, um, without getting too woo woo are just always trying to look for those signs. And if we have too much going on, it's, it's hard to even accept those. Yeah. So we need moments of silence in order for us to be able to hear, to hear that guidance because it's coming through, but sometimes it's just so clouded by so much noise and all these different ideas and ways that we can't even find our own way. Amazing. Well, okay. So it's very popular right now, once again, for us to be diving into podcasts and reading all of the self-help books and just really trying hard to better our lives, make more money, reach for that financial freedom. But I would love your advice for actually unlearning some things, right? Like what are some ways that we can not only cleanse our habits, but also kind of reformat, like reformat our brain. So we can actually live our best life. So I would say one, one thing that has helped me in in my journey, and it's a simple one. It's a simple, but it's difficult to do because it is a skill is pausing. And because what's happening is otherwise we're just, our subconscious is running the show and we're constantly reacting to life, reacting to everything that's coming into our field. But if you allow yourself a moment to pause and sit in the silence, you start to unlearn and unwind 
that habitual just doing, 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 and then you have a choice. You have a choice to respond from that silence on what do I really want? What, how do I really want to respond to this? What do I, what do I desire in this moment? What do I need? And it's as simple as pausing, but it's difficult. You know, it's so I used to have it on my wrist to remind myself to pause. And it sounds so simple, but that's how we get a high from reacting and from running the show. But we're, what we're doing is we, we're living in the past all the time until you pause long enough to make a conscious choice to choose differently. And when you make a different choice, you go on a different timeline. And because now you're, you're making a different, you're reacting different, you're responding different, you're choosing different, but you can't, it's hard to do that if you don't pause long enough to even notice. Yeah. Well, I even know this personally from my own experiences where I'm a work like workaholic and, and it's actually so funny. I want to share this with you too, because last week or so, I think it was last, like last Saturday. Yeah. Cause it was Memorial day weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a week ago after we're recording this and, uh, I actually took a nap for about six hours, which oh, was shit. insane. <laughs> yeah. I like, just like fell asleep. No, that's right? a whole sleep, not a nap. It's a whole, it was a whole like extra sleep. Like I was just catching up on it. And this Memorial day was actually the first time in nine years that I didn't have a wedding to photograph. And so my life is shifting. My life is pivoting. And I'm bringing up this nap story because my boyfriend, Mike, he was so concerned. He actually woke me up at about 6 PM and asked, are you okay? Do I need to go get medication for you? Like what's happening? And I, you know, I looked at him like, no, you're crazy. I'm fine. Right. Like I just took this a really long nap. Mm-hmm. And it, and it made me realize not only am I physically exhausted, but I had to share with him, Hey, like, you know, we've been spending a lot more time together. We're really starting to intermingle our lives. And it just kind of really shocked me to realize I'm a really lazy person, unless I have something on my calendar. Like I would literally sit on my butt all day long. And I think what I'm, what, okay, full circle, why I'm bringing this up right now is because I think that's like trauma for me is like experiencing these past things in my life that the only answer for me was to just stay busy, was just to like go through the motions, like book more weddings, book more photo shoots, show up to more events, like just be busy. So I didn't have to sit in this discomfort. And so I just think it's crazy that as I am meeting more healthy level-headed like humans in my life and they're calling me out on these nap times, I'm like, wait, wow. Like I actually can make a difference here. And I actually can like heal through these past events. Yeah. Cause you're resetting your nervous system. You're making a different choice. And a lot of people are uncomfortable doing nothing. It's, it's being able to sit there in the uncomfortableness, in the fire, in the stillness and be like, I am safe doing nothing and being me. And, and, and it's just rewiring to be, to, to do, be something different and do something different. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I would love to chat more. I feel like a lot of us, especially those that are listening are in this collective where we don't want to be trading our dollars for our time anymore. We're trying to scale. We're trying to, I would say still working really hard, but still looking for other opportunities for growth. And sometimes our family and friends aren't quite on that same track, right? So I would love for you to share maybe some tips or or advice for someone that is in this growth spurt. And sometimes it does feel like a growing pain, right? Like it actually is growth. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. But how do we navigate these friendships and relationships with the ones we love that aren't really into bettering themselves right now? 
I think for me, I find it as acceptance, not, not only acceptance for our journey, but acceptance for their journey, because we're not all up leveling at the same time. We are, we're all at different seasons. And if we could all just accept each other's journey and allow ourselves the space, you know, to, for no judgment, no competition. And it's just, it's just, I accept you for where you are. And I think in return, we just want to be accepted for where we are, you know? So I think for me personally, it just comes down to accepting everyone's journeys and knowing there's no one way, right way, better way. It's just, it's our way. and can we accept that? That's beautiful. And I think that is a really great lesson for especially family members and really close friends where like, I know if I had someone that was, and I'm doing air quotes, like ahead of me or someone who was more wealthy or more talented and all these things, like if they were looking at me saying, Hey, why don't you get it together? Why aren't you running two miles a day? Why aren't you reading more? Right? Like, why aren't you making your life better? I would, I I would just want to be loved and accepted for exactly who I am now while still being grateful and, and encouraged to, to better myself. So I yeah. love that acceptance. Cause we all move in a different, in a different timeline. And for me, this is just me personally. If someone were to accept me where I'm at, I actually move faster because then there's no resistance. Then there's no judgment. But if so, but so it's like, if we look at our family and it's like, I accept you where you are and I don't need you to change, then they don't feel the need to be defensive. It's when you think they need to change that they start get defensive and they put this wall up. But if you just accept them and, and really truly send love to them, their guard will go down, their defenses will go down. And then there's nothing, there's no friction because you're accepting them where they're at and just honoring like maybe, maybe they're not meant to do that in this lifetime and that's okay. Wow. I love that so much. Cause I do know there, there can be a lot of friction, even in my own home and in with friends around me and family, but I love that you're basically giving us all a permission slip to just love and accept people where they are. And I love how you mentioned like that doesn't have any resistance and then they can just kind of figure things out on their own. And yeah. And I also think when you are leveling up and, you know, really loving yourself and taking care of yourself, you're actually leading by example, right? So like when you are starting to eat healthy, start cooking for yourself at home more often, or going on late night walks and, and maybe sharing about that with your family, with your neighbors, like that's contagious. People want to be around that. But if you're constantly yelling at someone saying, why aren't you doing this? Like exactly. that doesn't sound fun. No. And then they just get defend defensive and, and they just get defensive. But if you can just be the role model and just be in loving energy, then you inspire them, yes. you know, and you may trigger them. And if you trigger them, it's like, that's their healing. And you can, and you can see them from a little, from another place. Like that's just their little boy or their little girl, you know, triggered because they want this and they don't know how, and that's how they, and they're going through their process. But can you see them with, with love and acceptance in that moment instead of judging them? Yes. Oh gosh, this is so amazing. And I feel like a lot of us can relate to this. So this is really good, Louisa. So self-care I know is really important to you. And speaking of up-leveling and being contagious through your example, I've been journaling more, I've been reflecting, and uh, I just think it's so beautiful that you are that example. So I would love for you to share maybe some journal prompts and a little bit about what your morning routine looks like. So it really sets yourself up for a successful day. Yes. Oh my God. I love self-care. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm not the queen of self-care, but I freaking love self-care. 
<laughs> that I will always do. And morning routine is a big part of mine. And here's the thing, like I can share my morning routine because I love it so much. However, I, I welcome for someone to find what lights them up in the morning. Maybe it's to go to a run. Maybe it's to work out. Maybe it's to sit in silence on their patio with their cup of coffee and their dog or their partner. You know, it's, it's, there's no right or wrong way. It's just find the things that are going to set you up for the morning, for the day that really, because it shouldn't be a chore. The thing is, it's like, it shouldn't be where you wake up and you're dreading to do it. No, it's like, I get to do this because it brings me so much joy. So I found what brings me joy. You know, I I do have like my making my bed, you know, but that actually brings me joy. (laughs) You know, so I have some miscellaneous, you know, I light my candle. I do everything as a ritual and as an intention, you know, lighting my candle, lighting my incense, you know, and making my, my cacao drink, you know, and I, and it's called habit stacking when, when anytime I'm going to make my cacao drink, I know my journaling is coming up because I do that together simultaneously. So if you're having trouble, you know, journaling, if that's what you want to do, it's like, what is something else that you do in that moment that you can do it together as a reminder? And there's different ways to journal. And I can share how I started. I started with gratitude journaling and you can do it one of two ways. Um, You can find a gratitude journal. That way it has the prompts. That way you don't really have to think, or you can just do simple thank you for the, for something past, present, or future, or I am so happy and grateful. I got that from Bob Proctor. And then, and then just do three to five things. And that's so simple. That's something anybody can do, right? So it doesn't take up a lot of time. And you can do that as you're drinking your cup of coffee, um, maybe before you get ready for your work day and just be in gratitude. So that's one thing that you can do in form of, of journaling. And then also I love scripting. I don't know if you're familiar with scripting, but it's writing your life in, in past tense as if it's already happened. So all the different areas of your life as if it's already happened and you're going wild with your imagination and you're not only writing it, but you're feeling it, you're visualizing it, you're, you're writing it and you're scripting out your life. And it's so much fucking fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this is okay. So if I remember right, this is exactly what we did in the car when we were on our way to barbecue in Austin, right? Yes. Yes. Except we did it out loud, but you can do it on paper and you okay. can do it by every area of your life. And it's so much fun. So that's, I, I do really enjoy that part of journaling. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, gosh, I have so much to say because I feel like you just shared so much, but I, I want to go back to the idea of you're creating your morning routine. And mm-hmm. I just, I think it's fascinating because I do know that it's very trending right now, right? To, to light your candle, say your affirmations, pull a card, maybe sip your coffee or your cacao or your tea and, and journal. Like there's like seven, 17 different things to do, right? Including yeah. doing some yoga poses or going for a <laughs> run. And what's funny is I, so I've been trying to do all the morning things, right? But my brain, my powerhouse of a, like my most, not efficient time, I guess I would say, but like my most creativity and just mm-hmm. um, pro- productivity, like my productivity time is like from 6am to like 11am. I mm-hmm. get so much done during that time. And when I first started doing, and I do air quotes, like doing the morning routine, I would spend almost two and a half hours to three hours during my most productive time, mm-hmm. just resting and journaling, which is so important. But I, I'm saying that. So anyone listening, thinking, oh gosh, like, you know, I want to revamp my morning 
what are your thoughts on maybe just kind of like you talk about habit stacking, like maybe having a nightly routine where you're doing this, right? Like just giving people permission to work, to do what works for them instead of pressure to do that. I'd love to talk about that some more. Yeah. And I think it's finding your flow. It's finding your flow. So I love the fact that you know that, that that's your most creative hours. And I think a lot of the times people think like, well, I need to have a two hour morning ritual. And it's like, you don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it could be as long as it, 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 because if it doesn't feel good, then why do it? If the purpose of it is to light you up and to get ready, get you ready for your day. But yeah, even the gratitude, you can do that in the evening. If that's something you've been wanting and you just, for some reason, don't have time in the morning, then maybe you can find some space in the afternoon or in the evening that is, um, that's going to work for your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's just tweaking your morning routine to make it a little, because whatever that is, maybe you have to take your kids to school. You have to get ready for work. Maybe it's just getting up 10 minutes earlier and sitting in silence and just really being with yourself. There's no right or wrong. There's no, I do that because I love it. And that's what I can't wait to wake up to do that, you know, but it's really noticing like, what have you been wanting to do that you haven't given yourself permission or the time and just set 10 minutes to start that. It doesn't have to be two hours. Nobody has two hours except maybe us. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they have time. Oh my gosh. Well, and I want to chat to you. I want to kind of circle back to scripting because I, I loved that exercise. In fact, when I came home, I was so excited to tell Mike, my boyfriend all about it. And I have to be careful with him, meaning like I, right. We have these lofty thoughts, right? Like, you know, how us mastermind girls are like, we're really big dreamers. We're super into the woo woo. And then sometimes I come home on him and I'll share these thoughts or these things. And then I just turn the table on him and ask, so where would you like to be in five years? Like, what does your perfect day look like? <laughs> and he's looking at me. He's like, I'm just trying to get through tomorrow. Or what's happening this weekend? So it can be, it could be really scary for someone that like, this is new, right? Yeah. So I would love if you could maybe give us a quick sample of like, what is scripting? Like, what is the value of it? And like, what does it do subconsciously for us to actually make it feel like it's attainable and something that's actually not so far-fetched? Like, what's the power in like creating writing journals and really picturing something that already happened in the past tense? Well, it does begin to change the neural pathways because manifestation is acting at being in gratitude as if it's already happened. So you don't need anything outside of you to be grateful, to be happy and to feel joyful. So when you're experiencing this, you're experiencing this, that's already happened. So you're already feeling all the joy, all the happiness. And it starts to rewire your neural pathways to believe that it's already happened. So it's like, you don't need it anymore to experience all the things because you're already experiencing it in that moment. So there is that. And then as far as like, if it's too, and I think what happens is when you start to share your experiences, like when we did to each other, it almost, it expands you, it expands you and it to, to see, to, to, it's okay to desire more. And it gives you like a permission slip, like, oh my God, I wasn't thinking big enough. I actually do want more, but I, I didn't give myself that permission. So even you doing that for Mike, you had never even, you planted a seed. You planted a seed where it's like, oh, so now he gets to sit and contemplate, like, what do I want? Maybe if he doesn't know in that moment, that's okay. And I would say if someone's having a hard time really going big is what's believable, like go, what, what's the next step that's believable. And then you'll start to expand the more you hang out with people 
that are that are expanders, you'll start to believe in more and then you'll start thinking bigger, but it could be a process. You may not just go balls to the wall right away. It might be a gradual process and that's okay too. Yeah. You want to write it down where you do somewhat believe it, not somewhat where it is believable because otherwise your body's going to reject it. And then you're not, you're not uh, feeling it somatically. You're feeling the the opposite. Yeah, no, this is amazing. Well, and I even remember too, at one of our recent masterminds, one of our girlfriends, uh, she shared that she made, what was it like $70,000 or something in like one month. Right. And we were just like, right on. We were cheering for her. It was so amazing. And I actually came home to tell my family about it. Right. And I was just like, you guys, I was in a room with these girls and I can't believe it. Right. And then I, I sat in it and I broke down like I, like in my head, I kind of made this like mental checklist and I'm thinking, okay, first of all, I'm being invited into these rooms already. So I feel like that already is one step closer and a possibility for me. And then I actually broke down. Okay. She has between her and her partner, her business partner, they have like a basically a thousand dollar product, right? They really just need to sell that 75 times in one month to make it happen. And so you start breaking down these processes. And I know there's so much more to that situation (laughs) into that like equation, right? But you, but you, your brain has to actually like go through that, like actually has to see that. And when you can create situations or create circumstances and, and like you're living um, experiences, mm-hmm. that's when it actually makes it like your brain clicks somehow. And it just thinks, oh, this is a possibility for me too. It doesn't seem so scary. And I'm just like mind blown over here. Yeah. Cause you you begin to start, you begin to calibrate to each other's energy of possibility. And then you start to believe it's possible because at one point our mind couldn't even fathom that. And then when someone else says it, you're like, oh, this could happen. And it gives you like permission, possibilities, and then you start to expand from there. Yes. And then also too, just being in these rooms, especially with our mastermind girls, like they, they have open arms. Like how can we help? Right. Like they actually have opportunities and then we are opened up to their, like their networks and their friends. And just, it's just, it's just amazing. (laughs) It is. It is. And then that's how I'm out here. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, I would love to learn more. I feel like we're just kind of scratching the surface here. Like I just, I love spending time with you because I really do feel like we cut the fluff. We go really deep. We talk about our childhood wounds and our traumas. And like, we get really deep right away. Yeah. I can talk about this stuff probably all day. Like I love this stuff and I love it. I, yeah, this is like my jam where I can spend the rest of my life studying it, learning it, embodying it and teaching it. Yes. No, this is beautiful. And that's why I'm so grateful that you can be here today. So Louisa, please tell us a little bit more about kind of like your client journey or the transformation that you love to make and to help guide through with your clients. And what does that look like? So um, we, I, so I've done two, two things. Some of, I had some one-on-ones and then we, they transitioned into group coaching. And what I loved about the group coaching was they got to hear each other's stories and realize they're not alone, you know? And so I love that. And they were, and they were able to, to, to hold space for each other, to really see each other and I, and, and to be vulnerable with each other, because that's very difficult to find a safe space, to be able to, to be vulnerable and to really share the things that you've been experiencing and also to share your wins, right? It's like people, like we've been conditioned at least the people I know, we've been conditioned to not share our wins, to be humble. So we don't want to share how much money we make. We don't want to share 
you know, um, the good things that happen. We just kind of brush them along and think like, oh, you know, and, and so it's like a space for them to express it all. And some of the, some of the transformations that they've had is it's allowed them to have so much awareness and who they're being and owning their desires, owning what is it that I truly like and really up-leveling their self-care and really up-leveling their, their love for themselves and really pausing and really noticing because one of one of my more bigger transformations is where it's also, it, it impacts their family. It impacts their kids. You know, it's like, it starts with us and nobody else. It starts with us and then it ripples out to everybody in our lives. And when I see, and I see that, like it rippling out to their family members, their children, their partners. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing. And it's because they started to put themselves first. And I, I think a lot of people think that that's selfish, but that's where it starts. It starts with us. That sounds amazing. And I love that you are actually creating tangible tools and you're not just creating that safe space, but I feel like you're actually guiding your students through this process. And, and simply the fact that you actually are making a generational impact is just the coolest, right? Like, I just think that's so inspiring. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so exciting. And it's, we get to work with, with all the things, our emotions, being okay with our emotions, allowing themselves to express themselves you know, communication, boundaries, people pleasing, um, and also the energetics of how to be, you know, how we're being in, in certain moments. So we go over a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of inner transformational work. I love that. Okay, Louisa. So who would be a great student for you? How exactly can you help liberate them? Who would be a good student for me? I would say, I didn't want to use this word, but someone and I'm just going to use it, someone who's hungry. And the reason, and I don't mean hungry, like hustle hungry. I mean, hungry for, to love themselves for, for their, for their own evolution, for their growth. And who wants to make an impact, who wants to make a difference, who wants to live a better life, who wants to live more with more joy, more ease, more awareness, more gratitude to someone who, who's hungry for all of those things, who isn't, who doesn't want to settle for a mediocre life. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's like a mic drop moment right there. Like that's <laughs> like, that sums up who you are and what you do in the most beautiful way. And uh, yeah, I just love being in your presence when you're, even if we're just like hanging out, like, you know, for our little birthday celebrations or just fun um, events, not always work-related things, but I do, I feel like you, you really tap into what people like they want, but maybe they don't know how to describe yet. And so I think you just kind of like describe that perfectly. Oh, thank you. One of the things that I say is we're all unique, yet we're all the same, you know, because we're all unique in what we desire and what we want, but we're all the same. We all feel the same emotions. We may have different experiences, but at the end of the day, we all want to be loved. We all want to be seen. We all want to be validated. We all want to be heard, you know? So, so yeah. So that. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds amazing. So uh, I think it's important to share that you're also a very successful Arizona realtor. And it just in my own personal experience, I think a lot of us, especially in business and in life, we tend to niche way down. And sometimes we, I don't want to say hide pieces of our lives, but we kind of just don't talk about it as much. And so I would love um, to share how becoming a realtor has 
has actually really helped your business thrive and kind of how you're navigating both of those hats right now? Yes. So yeah, I've been a real estate agent uh, for 16 years, 16, I think going on 17. That's a long time. (laughs) Ah, that's amazing. Um, And so one of the things I think that I love that I've been able to do with real estate is work via referrals, by by referrals. So I never had one, there wasn't online, there wasn't Facebook, at least I didn't have access to Facebook. It was only for college students back then. So you didn't have social media when I started. I actually wrote out letters and and mailed them. That's how old school I am. (laughs) So I, I built my business by referral. So I haven't had to have a huge online presence and share that online. Um, so I'm very, very, very grateful for that. And I think what it's allowed me to do with going into the coaching business is I didn't have to transition from a nine to five and learn how to be self-employed. I've been self-employed for 16 years. So I've been doing, I have an LLC. I've been doing my uh, self-employed taxes. I have my business. So I have like the logistics down, you know, when it comes to having a self-employed business and I've always made my own hours. So that hasn't changed, but it's helped me. I'm so very grateful for it because it's allowed me to already have that that business side going into coaching. And then I also think a lot of it is because I started real estate so young, I didn't have any boundaries. (laughs) I was a people pleaser. So I learned so much from that to be able to really hone in on, on that um, moving into my coaching business so that I don't take the, that. So I didn't take the, the bad habits I had from that I acquired in real estate into coaching if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I think that's great. I feel like that is such a great kind of gateway to your coaching, right? I mean, it helped you understand people, helped you understand their needs, their wants, and just, and I know like buying a home, selling a home can be extremely emotional. Like this, people are losing their homes. People are fighting over homes. I'm coaching. (laughs) Yeah, you, you literally are like, you've been um, you know, like you're, that's a whole extra like bill you should send them be like, Hey, this is your coaching bill after working. (laughs) That's crazy how you're facilitating all of that. Yeah. I actually did learn a lot from, um, and still like personalities, personality types and what they're, and, um, how to navigate those. So yeah, it just transitioned into coaching. Yeah. Well, and I love that you have history with that, right? You're like 16 years going on 17 years. And I think this is a gentle reminder slash like a big sister reminder to just, you know, if anyone is getting into entrepreneurship or wanting to start their own business, there's no shame. Like, in fact, I highly encourage it just like with your story and your timeline, Louisa, like go out and like have a job, like go out and do something in addition to what you're passionate about, you know, and then that's how it all intertwines. It's how you meet new people. For me, for example, I worked at Trader Joe's for like eight years. I worked there for a long time and I still have connections. Uh, You know, friends back in the crew back in the day are still contacting me for photo shoots and for their future weddings. Like it's just, it's crazy how you can kind of run those, those opportunities in a parallel line. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And I think you're a great example of that. And I think it also releases some of the pressure um, while you're creating and while you're building, you know, cause if you, cause if you start to put all that pressure on creating and building, sometimes you'll do, you may do things you don't want to do in the sense of, you know, maybe not the most ethical or pushing so hard where it kind of just allows you some space to, to do it in a much more relaxed way. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. 
No, I totally understand that. And I think it's important too, for anyone in that creative space where you do feel like you're kind of creating out of thin air, right? Like maybe you don't have a um, like physical product that you're pushing or another business that you're working for. But I think when you create out of love and out of excitement, instead of like, oh, I got to make X amount of sales. Otherwise I can't pay my car insurance this month. Or, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. Or you know, this bill is dependent on this. That's a really ugly energy. Like that's a completely different energy too. It's yin and yang, like completely different energy. It's like, who are you being when you're doing that? Are you pushing or are you? Yes. I love that you said that because it's completely different. Yeah. It's, it's, it's frequency first and, and, and being, being really conscious of how you're moving. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I have another question. Cause we're like already on this topic here. Okay. So while we're talking, since we're talking about business or talking about creativity, what would be your advice for someone that wants to get into coaching or that wants to uplevel their life in some way? Like where, like, how do they find their passion? Like what, I mean, I know this could be like really deep and I get really excited about these <laughs> questions, uh, but like, wh- where do you even find is it, is it through a friend? Is is it inspiration through a coach or a mentor? Like what is it? Is it found in journaling and in the piece in their morning routine? Like we kind of full circled here, lots of tips, but, um, where would you suggest someone actually go and find where they belong and what they're supposed to do? So I'm not like an expert at this, but my, my recommendation would be pay attention to what lights you up. Pay attention what lights you up when you're like, when are you the most excited about? What what topics are you most excited about? What things are you most excited to go to, you know, and start following that. And then the next step will show you, but it's starting to really pay attention and notice because a lot of the times we focus and we know what we don't want. That's easy. I don't want this. I don't want that. I hate this. I hate that. And we spend so much energy there. What do you like? What does light you up and start paying attention to that? That's so beautiful. I love that reminder. Yeah. And I love how you too, like, maybe you didn't say this, but I felt it is like, do like that energy check, right? (laughs) Like, like how is your energy during those activities? And then I think a little follow-up to that or a little gentle reminder too, is like, you're only going to find these things that you love and, or you hate if you actually go out and do them right? Like you have to go out and try new things. You have to put yourself in new rooms, meet new people and share really fun experiences. So that way, you know, oh, I feel aligned with this. Oh, you know, when I'm laying in bed and scrolling Pinterest, like this is what I'm drawn to. Like, this is what feels good and go find it. Like go light yourself up. I love that. Yeah. And I think it, it starts with awareness back again. I'll, I'll always go back to awareness because you have to be aware because otherwise we're just living our lives mindlessly from one thing to the next. And we don't even notice what we're thinking about and what lights us up. And we don't, because we're not tapped in. Yes. But when you start to notice and pay attention, like, Ooh, that felt good. Oh, that was nice. You know, (laughs) it's really, it's really being able to slow down and, and really pay attention. Yes. I love that. And, and I feel like some of us are called for it. Some of us are already aware and we're searching and there's some that unfortunately are just kind of stuck in the mundane, right? Stuck in that, that just kind of revolving timeline that doesn't quite shift. So, um, yeah, I'm just so happy I met you (laughs) too. Oh my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) So tell me, Louisa, one thing that I love to ask every guest, um, is your key tip. So if you have, one key tip to share with entrepreneurs and small business owners, what's something that you wish you knew sooner? 
So this is something that I'm still reminding myself as I'm going through this journey is to celebrate along the way. Don't wait until you hit to the destination, until you hit your goal. And remember that the journey is the prize because we get to the destination for a seconds, an hour, a day, but we spend majority of our time during the journey. Don't celebrate when you get there. Celebrate all the little milestones so that when you get there, it's like you're already freaking happy because you enjoyed it all along. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's the best advice ever. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's true. Cause we are always turning the page. We're always what's next. (laughs) And I even noticed too, even just from like an energetic mode too. So, you know, I have this like really, really, really big, big pipe dream of opening up my own wedding venue one day slash just kind of like retreat space. Like that is the ultimate. I want to be able to create that. And I've been living in that, like that sense of lack for so long. Like I've been feeling like, I don't have it. I'm not working hard enough. I don't have enough money. I can't finance this. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. And mm-hmm. it was like weighing me down. And yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I just felt like a POS for so long because I'm just like, I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified enough. And then I would see people on Instagram, which of course is like the root of happiness and the root of all evil in like one squirrel. For sure. And <laughs> yeah. And I remember seeing some girls that would open up a wedding venue with their dad or with a finance guy or something. And they'll literally say, this has been a dream for three months. And it finally came to life. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Like, I've been wanting this for 30 years. Like what? You know, like, it's just crazy. And uh, so, yeah, I love that reminder about celebrating the things and, and living as if you already have, right? Like it's, it's, it's yours. It's, it's coming soon. Um, it's on its way. It's on the horizon, but whatever you're destined to have, like you still got to put the work in, like you still have to do it, but just living in that energy just completely shifted so many things for me. Yeah. Cause it's, it is shifting the focus because a lot of the times it's so easy to focus on the lack and what we don't have and where we're not and who we're not. And it's really being able to shift And it's like, no, having gratitude for what is, where I'm going, where I'm at, who I'm being, and I have a choice. And it's like, what do you choose? Amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Louisa. So how can all my friends connect with you? Where do you hang out? What's the best way to contact you? I'm always on the streets. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I would say on Instagram is the best way to, to, uh, to follow my journey, message me, um, yeah, get in contact with me. And other than that, I, you'll find me playing pickleball, hanging out with my girlfriends, masterminding, going to events and, um, yeah, anything in the personal and spiritual growth world here in, in Phoenix. Amazing. Thank you so much, Louisa. I'm so grateful for your time and your wisdom. And I really look forward to future shoots. Cause I feel like I love all of our masterminds and anytime I get to spend with you, but my favorite time is when we're like in Ubers together and we're dreaming or we're walking and, you know, we have that really yummy cacao or whatever drink that was so good. Mushroom drink was so good. Um, those are the, (laughs) yes. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, those are the moments, like those in-between moments that I really feel so much growth in connection. So thank you. No, I'm super excited. I mean, we've had such a beautiful year and it's just halfway through. So I'm excited for what's to come. Yes. Well, cheers to that. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you so much, lady. Your Louisa is out there, babe. She's at your next mastermind retreat. She's hosting events and offering programs that help you come back to you while up-leveling and growing. 
I'm beyond grateful for our friendship. If you're interested in learning more and connecting, please reach out. Thanks for joining these conversations. If you would love to hop on a connection call or recommend another soul to share their story, let's connect. I'd love to chat and expand our networks and our missions. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.